0: Hello and a very happy new year to all our dear listeners. I hope you had the kind of new year celebration you wanted, whether a quiet dinner, a dance party or a chilled out evening with friends or family. Am I right? You know, the most important thing is to be able to ascertain your priorities, have a clear mind and do what works best for you. Speaking of clear minds, the subject I'm choosing today for the third episode Of Season 2 of the Dr. Happy podcast, powered by Juno Clinic, is Decluttering of the Mind. Now, every organ in our body serves a function, right? The function of the lungs is to breathe, the kidneys is to filter blood, the intestines digest the food we eat. Similarly, The function of the mind is to think. And it is interesting to note that on on an average, the human mind processes over 6,000 thoughts in a day. Wow! All this thinking sets the foundation of all goal-directed behavior. The brain or the mind, therefore, is the seat of achievement and success. Now our physical organs like the lungs, kidneys, intestines, skin, etc. have an efficient system to remove anything that is unwanted. This is because anything that is unwanted is like clutter for the body. It is toxic and dangerous, and the sooner we rid ourselves of it, the better. Now, the irony is that the brain or our mind, which is processing thousands of thoughts per day, has no such efficient system to get rid of unwanted thoughts. As a result, over time, these thoughts accumulate in our minds and create an unhealthy environment that acts like a huge barrier to our happiness and success. And while we spend considerable time trying to detox our bodies, we often neglect our mind, don't we? But in fact, most of our minds need an urgent detox, like right now. So let's see how our mind lands up in a state of chaos. The first way in which we clutter our minds is by thinking too much about other people. Uh, Let's illustrate with this example. Assume that you buy some beautiful things for your living room. A gorgeous sofa, a vintage cabinet and some lovely pieces to display. But to your horror, you realise that you cannot use any of these things in your hall because there's already a tattered sofa belonging to your neighbour there and an ugly cupboard belonging to your boss and numerous pieces belonging to your in-laws and other random people. These things have occupied the whole space. To the point that there is no room available for the things you really like or want so what are you going to do will you live with the possessions of others or will you throw them out to accommodate your own choices of course you will discard the items that are not yours am i right mind is also similar (laughs) yes that is your pretty little living room it is a space You should keep this space clutter-free too, so as to store your precious dreams, aspirations, goals and plans. But instead, it is often full to the brim with angry thoughts for uh, maybe your boss, hostile thoughts for your in-laws, or random grumpy thoughts about your neighbours, colleagues and relatives etc. Such a cluttered mind cannot envisage its own success. It cannot fulfil its potential because it is completely choked. Needless to say that if the mind cannot think of something, it cannot achieve it. So, if you want to accomplish anything in life, you need to keep your mind space available for thoughts mainly about yourself. We make a mess in our minds, and that is by overthinking. Imagine a scenario where you do not discard anything and dump everything in your cupboard. So when you open it, it is full of wrappers, plastic covers, empty bottles, tetra packs, broken things, leftover food, so on and so forth. You would first and foremost be disgusted by the sight of such a cupboard, won't you? Secondly, if you needed to look for something specific, you can almost be certain that you won't be able to find it. So it is with the mind too. Every day, we meet so many people and they say so many things and behave in so many different ways. The mind of an overthinker stores each and every detail of what transpired through the day. They discard nothing. They keep analysing why a person said what he said or why someone behaved the way they did. And 9 times out of 10, these incidents are random with no special significance. Yet an overthinker hoards every look. Every gesture, every word and every silence. They convert their precious minds into a storehouse for stuff that should have been thrown out in an instant. As a result, they find it very difficult to focus on the task at hand. They struggle with their attention and memories because they fail to recall the really crucial and relevant things among a sea of thoughts that clutter their minds. The third way in which we muddle up our minds often is by multitasking all the time. While this may be necessary sometimes, it is not always healthy. Picture this. Roshni is always so busy that on many occasions she is found to be drafting a contract and talking on the phone at the same time. She is having lunch and going through her emails simultaneously. She can only manage to skim through papers that reach her desk before she tosses them into different parts of the room. She is replying to texts by clients during presentations, paying only half-hearted attention to what is going on. Now, Roshni believes that she works very hard, but her superiors find that she makes loads of mistakes, misses deadlines, and is always confused and fidgety. And why wouldn't she be? When we multitask constantly, our mind is extremely chaotic, and it's like a cluttered room with an unmade bed and books, toys, cups, and clothes lying all over the place. It is enough to make one feel nervous and jittery. It can sap your motivation and drain your energy and make you feel exhausted all the time. Like a furiously ticking clock, such a mind just cannot stop to take rest. Thus, a mind that is cluttered is a mind that cannot make and successfully execute any plans for personal success. It is a mind that cannot focus on the task at hand and fails to solve problems it encounters. It is a mind that is always tired and making mistakes. And it is the same mind that cannot relax and unwind and rejuvenate itself to face the challenges to come. So now comes the important question. What do you do about it? Well, there is a solution, but it requires some time and practice. Like everything else. What would you do if you had to clean up a very messy room? You would put some time aside examine each cabinet and each item and decide whether it needs to be kept or thrown, right? We need to treat our minds similarly. The only hitch is that so many thoughts come to our mind each day that we cannot remember them all. And this is why journaling becomes so important. I recommend journaling on a daily basis. And that, my friend, could be your new year resolution if you haven't made one already. It may seem like an unnecessary and time consuming task at first, I know. But not only does it pay rich rewards, it is also very therapeutic. Journaling does not mean merely writing down the events of the day, you know, not like a diary. Uh, it means writing down your thoughts that came to your mind throughout the day. Now, every three days, set aside some time for meditation. For many people, meditation only means trying to empty your mind of all thoughts and focusing only on one point or maybe their breathing. But meditation can also be much richer than that. As a practice, it can be used in so many different ways that it's like a panacea for the many troubles of the mind. In this kind of meditation that I am suggesting, you first read the thoughts in your journal. Now meditate only on those thoughts try classifying the thoughts into three categories Cherish Delete and Learn So if you had a good experience or you were successful in your attempts to do something this becomes a thought to cherish bask in its warmth for a while smile at it store it in your memory bank and use it when you're feeling low on confidence the next thoughts could be the needless ones about other people or mindless overthinking about day to day events click a mental delete button and try to erase them from your mind if they pop up again later it would be easier to remember that you have deleted this thought already so there is no need to process it again just throw it out faster and faster till it no longer shows up and finally if there was any mistake you made or any experience that was new or unique classify it under the learn bucket next time you are up for a similar task revisit the learn folder and avoid making the same mistakes. As you practice this more and more, you will be able to classify thoughts as soon as they appear, so they will not be able to consume your mind. Lastly, you'll be able to do both, sharpen your focus to relevant thoughts only, and make fewer errors. This will result in a mind that is alert but not stressed. Thoughts will flow one after the other at an even pace and not frantically and chaotically. Such a mind will process information and not fumble with it. This decluttered and detoxified mind will add both joy and value to your day-to-day living. And on that clean and fresh note, let this new year roll and with it, every happiness. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode and the podcast as a whole. Uh, tell me if there's a problem or concern Dr. Happy can address, and I promise I'll try my best to do it here. Write to me on drhappy2021 at gmail.com. That's D O C T O R H A P P Y 2021 at gmail.com. Or follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And hey, until the next time, be good, take care, and be happy.